thinking about the city, that city that's my home, that city of Columbus, that city where I was grown. Oh, I'm thinking about the south side and the east side and the west, oh, the sides that I don't live in. Side I never left together as one, together as one. Oh, I'm thinking about Columbus now, together all as one. The three of you wake up in the basement of Nicole Shaban's mansion that was converted from a series of apartments with a basement added onto it. And as the morning has started to arrive, Hyena, you have gotten up first. How did Hyena sleep? Terribly. Is there any particular reason? A terrible nightmare. About what sort of thing? Hyena found herself inside of a room, just torn up and tattered like so many others that she's gone through before and investigated, and found a surplus of books, just so many books. But at the end of the hall were her friends, and any time she tried to get closer to them, more books would appear and just start becoming obstacles to try to break through. That doesn't sound fun at all. I'm sorry that Hyena had a rough night dreaming about books. And yeah, so you're like waking up and uh there were plenty of couches for y'all to sleep on down here. And I think Buzz would probably be waking up next. And uh, How did Buzz sleep? Average. A little below average. Just kind of like, it, it's been a whole night sort of uh, yeah. situation. Probably he would have slept better, but Buzz is, as we know, on something of a journey. Mm -hmm. Keeps having this recurring dream where there's just like a unicorn running through the forest. Doesn't know what it means. Uh, I'm pretty sure it means that uh, you saw the extended cut of some sort of film. Well, no, actually, since you don't know what it means explicitly, you have not seen the extended cut of the film. Is that how that works? I honestly can't keep track of all the cuts anymore, Luke. There are too many of them. <laughs> Fair. So, I mean, I guess I know this is something that uh, we have talked about outside of the game, but... Uh, does this confirm something about Buzz? You know, not in a way that I wanted to be immediately relevant to the game. 
I was just kind of being a bit of a cheeky bastard. Fair. <laughs> uh, what we are referencing is the National Lampoon Van Wilder film, National Lampoon Van Wilder <laughs> 2, The Rise of Taj. These are words that are, these are nonsense words you just spouted at me. <laughs> I didn't go to college. I'm sorry. I don't know, like, <laughs> Criterion Film Collection. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, you can just go and <laughs> watch the extended director's cut of National Lampoon's Van Wilder 2, The Rise of Taj. Or Blade Runner. Either or. I mean, you, you'll probably fall into a camp where you enjoy one of these two drastically different films more than the other. Almost certainly you will not enjoy both. I, I feel like I know some people on Twitter who might. But also, I know a lot of very interesting people on Twitter. Anyway, I didn't mean to derail the game. Accept my apologies, please. No, I refuse. Yeah, we are so derailed, we're we're not even going to Marysville anymore. We are, uh... We're going up to Cleveland. This is a variety show now. Mm -hmm. Ah, damn it. Let me uh, pull out my ukulele and... God! Luke is going to make me sing again. Uh, no, uh, no. Fair. I mean, Buzz has had a interesting journey. And I, I feel like there's a brief moment where Buzz just sort of has something flash in their head and it's like, oh, the game is auto-saved, whatever that means. <laughs> Now if you die, you'll just come back here. And then uh, Possum wakes up last. Uh, are y'all going to wait for uh, Nicole to wake up? Because she had offered breakfast, but she also said if you needed to get going in the morning, you could go. Possum, the thing with Possum is Possum did one of those sleeps where, yeah, she slept soundly and hard, but it's not the kind you like wake up well rested she just, it's the kind where you like feel like you got hit by a car oh yeah 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 like so the, she's you're... like rolling out off the she's just rolling directly off the sofa like wiping her face i am sorry that possum had a rough time it wasn't rough it's more just again it's one of those sleeps where you slept so hard you wake up a little uh disoriented do possums dream of i guess normal sheep well, po the thing with possums, possum doesn't really have a normal. Virginia Possum 2 Delphi does not really have a normal brain anymore. So she already does things a possum can't do. And she mm -hmm. thinks in ways a possum can't. So, mm -hmm. like, she has a weird twilight brain. Because um, there's a lot of goo and electronics in there. Science. Um, science in there. Um, but no, she does dream. Uh, she probably just had dreams about like having a really nice nap in the grass, like just like a like a like just a good nap. The kind of like nap you don't usually get to have in the grass because mm -hmm. lying prone in the grass kind of means like you are vulnerable. Anything can just come up and bite you. But no, you're just lying in the grass. You got no reason to really look up and care. You have it's that kind of. A dream where it's just like, uh, in this nice grass. Mm. Nice. 
Well, I'm happy that Possum got to have that. I, I feel like it's like when you have a sleep within a dream, it's always kind of going to leave you messed up. Yeah, because she like rolled out of bed like, where's my grass? Mm -hmm. And instead there's a throw blanket. Which is nice. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I, I feel like it's still probably kind of early in the morning for all of you. Like you may have had dinner around like seven o'clock and then kind of like everyone was just tired from the journey in the long day and so it's maybe like 6 or 7 a.m. you don't hear anything upstairs yet. Then Virginia's just gonna do some like stretching on the floor to wake up. Um, if there's not any like Mr. Handy's down here hmm. I do want to root around. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah there's no Mr. Handy down here so if you want to root around uh, what are you going to be looking for? Um, I don't know. I'm not really going to take anything. I just kind of like want to get get to know a little bit more about um these people. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Give me a uh, vigilance check with just one difficulty. Got two of that and one in vigilance and one in difficulty and one success, two advantages. Nice. Uh, so you're rooting around and there's like a lot of things that you are finding here. It's like, uh, Nicole, it, there are signs that she had a kid of some sort who has since left the uh, house because there's a bunch of things that don't really fit her aesthetic like a uh, some sort of role playing game system book uh, and like posters and art projects and like papers that have just been stored in a box uh, you also do find the uh, music production room uh, that she talked about that her uh, husband used to have. Um, but is there any like particular question that you want an answer to about her? Uh, yes. Did her husband write the theme song? You know, I thought people were going to ask this. No. Her husband uh, that, did that, not. That, yeah. That kind of seems like a little bit of a letdown, but. <laughs> you know, I didn't steal this song from another universe, and I <laughs> want to give a shout out again to Jay Ackley, who made the wonderful theme song uh, based on my very kind of rambly email idea. <laughs> well, now that uh, now that Hyena's uh, rummaging around Possum is like, oh, are we rummaging? Hell yeah. And now she's gonna rummage as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Is there anything that awesome uh, is Shinies and stuff. Just stuff, mostly. Like, anything that is of interest. 
Yeah, like interesting things that can be pocketed. Not necessarily things that are like, oh, good intel, but more like, hmm, I can chew on this later. Oh, I can admire this later. Garbage, basically. So, I mean, you do find like a bag full of very cool looking dice. Oh. That are down here, which I feel like they're also those like fancy, colorful ones that uh, everyone is apparently making nowadays. Heck yeah. I want one with human teeth. (laughs) Teeth, teeth. In resin. Uh, so you find that you also, uh, find like a box of Christmas decorations. So there's like ornaments in here, uh, garland wreaths. I feel like the, the university doesn't do a lot of decorating on campus for the holidays. Yeah. Uh, 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 Virginia does not know what Christmas is. So she's just like, Oh, look at all this shiny shit. She's, in fact, going to wrap the garland around her neck and be like, look, I'm a treat. I, wait, what kind of garland? Is it a sparkly garland or the kind of garland that looks like pine needles? Uh, it's the fake pine needle. All right, then she has wrapped it around her and says, guess who's a tree now? I'm sorry, I don't know who you are, tree. Do you, do you know where my friend Virginia went? She's going to look at you like you're just dumb as shit. <laughs> 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 Like, like, is this joking? You're joking, yes? Yes, of course I'm joking. I don't know. I'm feeling this out still. Ha! She just does a very forced slap to be like, all right, I get it. I'm part of this now. Ha! Uh, Good morning, everyone. Where'd this weird tree come from? Ha! Ah! Wait, was he joking? I don't think he was. Anyway, <laughs> Buzz, we are rooting around and stuff. Um, that seems rude. Yeah, it kind of is. I found a role-playing game. Do you guys want to sit down and make characters? Do we have time to do that? Sure. Virginia is to- once again going to flash you a, like a this time a disgusted look. It's that level of confusion of just like you're talking gibberish again. My mom would never. Hmm, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so we derail the entire campaign so we can. Virginia is slinking out the door because she knows there's breakfast game. on the horizon. <laughs> she refuses to be part of this. Uh yeah. Before too long, I I I do feel like on a level. Hyena and Buzz are generally interested in like, oh, wow, what a weird thing that we have not had a chance to do ever in this hell world. Uh, like, there is some time. Uh, would Virginia use this as a chance to, like, go wandering upstairs then uh, yeah. if she smells food? Whether there's food or not, she knew that food was on the horizon and she's going to use looking for food as an excuse to escape this nonsense is confusing her there uh you get up and like as you open the door uh the mr handy uh chef that was 
in the corner charging uh, activates and hovers over you and says, Hello, guest. How may I help you? Uh, I'm just going in the direction of where breakfast will be. What can I get you for breakfast? Oh. Uh. Um. Egg. How would you like the egg prepared? Gooey. Very runny. Over easy? Yeah, easy sounds the easiest way to eat it, yeah. (laughs) I will have that for you in a moment. I don't want difficult eggs. It uh, hovers over, like, turns on the gas range oven and just within a few minutes prepares this beautiful, very gooey egg and presents it to you on a plate. She's just going to give it long enough to cool and then sort of slurp it like it's gone. Can I provide you anything else? Do you have more eggs? Yes. How many would you like? Six. Yes. Holy shit. And it just goes and prepares six eggs for you. And we like briefly cut down to the basement. Uh, How is reading this game system going? (laughs) I think it's something that's a similar, like, it's a very crunchy game. Weapon (laughs) speed? That's... Do you know what this is? I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen things like this before. It's it's a game that you play by creating small intricate parts that all work inside of a larger mech that you pilot. It's not a real thing. It, it doesn't have any kind of mechanical acumen required for it because these uh, robots, they, they, they do all of their battle in the theater of the mind. Cool. There's a lot of math here. It's so much math. I've never seen a system that that takes all of their their um, stat, uh, stat attributes into the three digits. That's really unnecessary. I mean, higher must be better, though, right? Like you would think that, no? But like, yeah, like they the lowest is actually like. 999 it's it's and then you have to like reduce that like for everything so like when you start out you're you're using large numbers from the start wonderful uh so after eating a total of seven eggs is possum satisfied enough to return not to return no she's still worried they're still doing their thing there. Well, then I feel like by that point, uh, Nicole comes out and says, oh, uh, good morning, Dr. Delphi. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Ah, sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I just forgot the doctor part. That's all. Oh, no, I, I understand. It's very refreshing to have someone who's willing to be so informal. Yeah. 
She's just like casually like licking egg goo off her face. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're heading to Marysville again today, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the plan. I wrote well, it down. Well, that is very good. I I hope that you're able to find out whatever is causing the uh the the woods to grow out so much. I, that's not on my piece of paper, but I can add that to my piece here. Wait. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't watch me write. Oh, no, no problem. I understand you have your privacy. Okay, well, once she's turned away, Possum's going to, like, write as best she can. Mm -hmm. She just recently mastered basic writing, so she's she's still self- It doesn't, honestly, it doesn't look that bad. She's just really self-conscious about it. She doesn't want anyone to watch her write. Fair enough. So she's gonna jot that down and be like, "All right, that's on. That's on. You can look at me now. That's on the piece of paper too." Understood. She is drinking a large cup of coffee. Ew, stink water. I mean, we also have non-coffee drinks if you would like something. Mm. Milk. Uh, yes. Uh, do you prefer a vegetarian milk, or we do have some cow milk? How do you get milk from a vegetable? Ah, uh, well, you, you squeeze nuts, and it comes out with a liquid that is similar to milk. She's pulled another absolutely disgusted look. No, I just want... <laughs> I'll have the cow milk. The cow milk, please. Uh, Mr. Handy goes, like, pulls out a glass and then just straight up dispenses milk out of a nozzle on his body. See, milk is cool because it's something people drink. No. Hmm. Yes, I, I enjoy some in my coffee. Uh, are your partners awake? Yeah. Uh, well, if you'd like to invite them up for breakfast, uh, we can make sure you all have a healthy meal and and you head out. Virginia starts like she's gonna go down the stairs and tell him, but then she like turns to the, the Mister Handy like, can, "Can you tell them to come up here? Because there are eggs and and bad water and milk." Yes, I will do that. And Mister Handy uh, floats down yeah. the basement. Excuse me, there is food being served upstairs. If you would be ready to eat. Oh, right. Thank you <laughs> for telling us. I'm going to head upstairs for a bite to eat. Miserable. Oh, I hope I get that on my roll. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so uh, you have breakfast in the kitchen and is there anything that you want to ask about before hitting the road? As a reminder, Nicole has bright green skin. Right, because of the, 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 the grass problems. Honestly, it feels rude to ask about. 
Fair enough. Well, we already know. I thought didn't didn't she explain that there's been grass problems? Yeah, over, overgrown that... grass and people turning green. Uh, not necessarily that those things are connected, but yeah. Well, I assumed they were connected. Mm-hmm. And therefore, Possum assumed they were connected. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and if not, we can just hit you. Uh, oh, we can. You know, I think I, I do have a question. Yes. Which is. Have any of the other groups that have been sent out to Marysville passed through here? Ah, uh, you know, I don't think I've seen any of the other groups that have uh, headed out, or at least none of them s- stopped through the library like the three of you did. Well, that seems rude. Um but also it makes sense. I don't think that there was anybody else. No, there could have been somebody from a library. We do have a couple of people who didn't make it back from up there. Um, do you have any information about anything that might have been in circulation up there? Uh, yeah. So the uh, Raymond Wonderbloom uh headquarters used to be up there it was sort of their full business campus uh like their head office they did some r&d there manufacturing shipping and receiving they just have a whole quadrant set up that uh got abandoned as soon as the war hit All right, well, that comes along our way. Um, I have no idea what we're expecting when we go in there. I'll do what I can to recover anything valuable. Fair enough. Well, is there anything else I can get you before you head out? Uh, Virginia's checking her backpack. Now I've got plenty of food in here. All right. Well, I wish you luck on your journey, and... Be safe. Thank you, you too. And uh, so we cut to the three of you, plus the deer, uh, plus the cart, which has several deer bites taken out of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The deer was chomping, like both the deer and, uh, or both the bramble buck and the cart were stored in the same place. It was just like, yeah, no, I'm going to eat this thing. But uh, you are heading on the ruins of the former highway, and there's a point where there's actually, like, cars that are left out on here. And uh, you pass by what looks to be, like, a science uh, park out near something called Glacier Ridge. But uh, you're kind of just making a straight line for Marysville and maybe about 15 miles out you see where the forest has started to overtake the land and when I say this it's like oh all of a sudden you can see how quickly the forest has grown because at a certain point the road has just been 
broken apart by like thick brush coming through the uh, road itself. And like as you are sort of approaching this, you can hear uh, more growth just coming up and ripping apart the asphalt of the road. And sorry, that should have been only about five miles out, not 15 miles out. Can we drive over all that? I mean, I could try, but like it's it's a matter of time before we're going to have to get out. And maybe it would be better if we just leave it outside of all of this brush. So I um, I got dismount from the Bramblebuck. And um, encourage it to run free. Because <laughs> I can, I think Buzz can ride probably through this this thicket. Mm-hmm. At least for a little while longer until it gets difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but one person mounted and two people on foot is not like cool. Right? Why, like, why can't it follow us? <laughs> I should make its own choices. Mm-hmm. I think we're we're headed into some di- uh, like you hear like the sound of like the trees like growing and cracking like that sounds bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these things I've seen these things before. They're all over where there's trees. There's these things. I think it'll be fine. So the bramble buck like looks at you buzz and like shares a knowing glance and then just kind of wanders into the woods and i feel like we get buzz giving like a i told you so and then you hear it shriek oh no and then a loud thud oh god and it just comes flying back overhead of all of you and landing on the other side of the road. Uh, Yeah, uh, when those things run, you run too. Heads up. I'm, I'm, bye. Uh, Virginia has like started to back up (laughs) in its direction. I'm just like stunned. I I have my bat out and I'm just like taking note of everybody else just trying to keep an eye on them. Uh who is going to take lead going into this forest? Oh god, I guess I guess I should. Oh god. Virginia's gonna like tiptoe ahead of everybody and go, it makes the most sense for me to go first. All right. I'm going to need you to make a survival check because Virginia is Virginia. uh, I am going to give you three blue die, but there are going to be four difficulty in here. Okay, so four difficulty, three blue. So I have a one in survival, and that's in cunning, which is a four. So that means I do three green, one yellow. Mm-hmm. I remembered. Okay, three, one, four, three green, one yellow, four difficulty, three boost. 
roll. Oh god, two advantages and one failure. So you try and like rely on your instincts to get you through here quickly. But there are a lot of things that don't make sense. There are signs of what you assume is probably the grass ape that you heard legend of that looks to be slightly larger than human size. Oh boy. And you see, like, armor that you've seen on uh, members of the Enclave and other people that are just strewn about here with plants growing through them. And it becomes unsettling quickly, so I'm going to need all of you to go ahead and take two strain. Two strain. Oh, yeah. How we, oh, strain. Yeah, this is the first time most of y'all have taken damage. And the strain is more of how many spoons you have in the internet parlance, as opposed to wounds, which are how many spoons are currently stuck inside your body that you did not want there? Uh-huh. And th so the weird thing is that the woods sort of crest for a while. Like, there's this point of intense thickness on the outside that you have to sort of walk through, and then it kind of, like, peters out into a more natural wood. Kind of like a tidal wave that kind of rushes over everything, and then in its wake, instead of water, there's more plant life. And so you've made it through the worst of the woods. But uh, once you've passed through, you see what looks to be a massive complex of four different buildings. And on a sign that has a lot of ivy that has crawled over it, uh, there is a sign that says Riemann Wonderbloom. And so we have four different locations that you are welcome to check out. Uh, and there is a handy road sign that has not been fully destroyed yet that gives you directions between the head office, the research and development building, manufacturing, and shipping and receiving. Where do you all want to go? Virginia's just going to look at the other two for guidance. He's like, ah. Well, I feel like wherever we go, we should go together. I don't feel like splitting up is very smart right now. Wait, who was considering splitting up? I just want to get ahead of it. Ah, never. Ah. Never. I think the head office would be a good place to start. Virginia's kind of suspicious of Buzz that he even thought about it. So, was there any objections no. to that? Absolutely uh, not. Virginia's happy to follow you. She's just going to be giving Buzz some glares because he even had that thought on his brain. That splitting up was an option. So the main headquarters of the Riemann Wonderbloom Company is in ruins at this point. Though structurally it's very strong like you can see where windows have been that have just been broken by like 
plants rapidly growing out of it. But the weirdest thing is that a lot of it is made with this like actual redwood lumber and like the outside is like, oh, you can see it's sort of like a log cabin aesthetic, except that these logs that have been stacked have somehow been reanimated and brought back to life. So there is now like branches growing out of the side of this building. And as you go inside, uh, you see like what used to be the reception desk and there's like a history sign in here. And at some point looking down into the hallways, you see that all of the wood paneling has started to just come back to life. And so desks and uh, cubicles and uh, computers are just being like slowly destroyed by the revitalization of this building. Well, I guess I live, finally lived long enough to see something new. This is... Guys, the walls are alive. Yeah, I was thinking that wasn't how it was supposed to be, but I didn't want to say nothing, because I don't know, man. Maybe there's places like that. I've seen like six places so far. Fuzz doesn't say anything, but he uh, hits click on the uh, recorder. Hits click. Jeff, you idiot. He clicks the record button on the trailer. The Luke cut all of this. He hits click on the trailer in a world without Christmas. One man. Where the walls are alive. <laughs> oh my god. Buzz is recording. <laughs> That's it. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, as you hit the record button on your recording equipment, there is a whirring, like a very pained whirring as a reception robot works to like get up and it is kind of just horrifically overgrown and it's just like, hello, welcome to the Riemann Wonderbloom plant. Would you like a tour? It has been error since the last tour. Well, um, I'm sure that it's been very tough waiting for as long as error for a new tour group, but uh, we're actually just looking for um, information. Can you answer some questions? Can you make eggs? Please save all questions for after the tour. Oh no. Okay, I guess. Out of the ashes of World War II, the world needed to find a way to bring plants back to foster the new victory gardens for a future war or two. Ha. Ha. 
And so the Riemann Wonder Bloom plant started bringing in scientists from all sides of the war to bring, bring, bring the best minds to her over. Oh. Well, guys, congratulations. We speed ran at any percent at, I, I'm guessing, two percents of whatever that was supposed to be. <laughs> um, excellent strat. What? Hey, um, can we ask some questions now the tour's over? Yes, thank you. Um, what is causing the regeneration of plant matter? Error. Error. Okay, I thought that that was going to be a little bit too easy, but, uh, Sometimes, sometimes, back in my old home, everyone would just shout developer mode at things. Sometimes that did things. Would that do a thing? Developer mode. No. Hello. Oh. What? You have accessed developer mode. I knew it was a magic word. How may I help you? Um, new protocol. If anybody besides us three enters, use knife. <laughs> I'm sorry. I cannot do this. This would go against welcome protocols. Also, override. Uh, what if if anyone comes in that's not us, you yell really loud, like a big, loud greeting? It is processing through uh, for a few seconds. Receiving transmission. Oh, all, all right. Uh, you, you entered into the head office building then, did you? Holy... Holy crap. Uh, you're, you're not with, uh, are you here with, uh, the Enclave? I knew those were magic words. I, wow, I, I guess they were. Uh, no, we, we, we come from the library. I, no, they, they sound like a ghoul. No, okay. No, I, I think we need to bring them over here, Kane. Yes, no. We've already lost one. All right, uh, my name is Bruis. If you could head over to the R&D building, we need to talk to you about the situation. The robot's name is Bruce? Bru no, no, I'm, I'm talking through the robot right now. Uh, Bruis is my name. I, I, I don't want to give more than that right now. Well, I guess we all have secrets. 
sorry, where should we meet to talk in person? I feel like it's a little impersonal talking to uh, half of a dummy. Uh, the research and development building over Res- at the basement. Okay. All right. Well, uh, stay by the door. Uh, really excited to meet you, but also no funny business. There. That concludes the tour. Any questions? Um, who's the fairest one of all? Our customers. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I guess we go where the people told us to go. So, uh, you head across the road to the research and development building uh, this building was luckily made out of like brick and stone though they did try and have like one of those grass cooling uh, like roofs where you like plant a grass garden on top and it's supposed to reduce heat and cold and all that sort of thing and you can tell that it's like wildly overgrown because it's like starting to grow off the sides of the building but you're able to get in through the broken doors uh, you see that there are signs of recent uh, damage from people getting in here, as well as like a thin layer of moss over everything on the inside of this building. And as you proceed further into the building, uh, you find a stairway to the basement. It smells very moldy and musty down here and all the walls are sort of covered in this green grass and uh you get in and there are three living or and there are three figures down here does someone want to roll me a uh i was going to say a history check but that's not really a thing anymore or not in uh, this one. Uh, does someone want to roll me a streetwise check? What about knowledge? I have a career in that, but no ranks in that. Oh, I think I might have cut knowledge out of the... Uh... Yeah, if you want to roll a knowledge, Buzz, uh, roll me a knowledge check. Uh, it's going to be two difficulty. Three advantages... Two failures. Uh, you look at these guys and they have cool armor just like the Enclave have. As far as you can tell. Cool. I, um, I commit that to audio. <laughs> hey, are you recording something? It... I mean, I, I assume that it's fine. He thought that uh, Amu was cool. Uh, these three figures are all wearing Brotherhood armor. And so for those of you unfamiliar with the Fallout setting, uh, the Brotherhood oh, of yeah, Steel... Yeah, these jerks. Yeah. Uh, the Brotherhood of Steel kind of changed when Bethesda took over them. Uh, before they were sort of the, hey, we need to preserve technology and use it, but also make sure nobody else has it. 
and then Fallout 3 came and it's like, oh no, these are the big heroes. They want to use technology to help people and kill all the mutants and stuff. But obviously, obviously one of these guys sounds like he is a ghoul. Uh, all right. Um, sorry about the subterfuge. My name is uh, Knight Bruis. I'm with the Brotherhood of Steel, specifically the Ohio branch. So, um, yeah, you've you've come at a uh, important time because um, we're trying to figure out what to do. I think they should just kill every... Well, no, we should specifically not kill everybody, but we need to burn this thing while we can. What, says the what, uh, what, third what one. Are y'all, what are y'all talking about? Makes no sense. Just words. <sighs> Everyone just likes to start talking without explaining anything. S- sorry. I'm Night Kane. I... We were sent to look here after most of the Enclave left the Columbus area to get killed, as far as we understand, and they had no interest in looking into these buildings, and so we came to look and see if there's anything helpful for humanity. Uh, Just a quick clarification for my notes. Um... Yes. When you say Night Kane or Night Bruce, uh, this is K-N-I-G-H-T or N-I-G-H-T. Like, uh, riding a steed into battle versus, like, nocturnal cool stuff. We are Knights of the Brotherhood of Steel. K-N-I-G-H-T. I remember being nocturnal. Excellent. Thank you very much. And um, yes. to answer your earlier question, yes, I um, am, am recording. It seems like this is um, how would you important shit. Uh, my name is Knight Howard. I just wanted to put that across so it's on your audio record. Because I think that both of these guys are wrong. Yeah, but that doesn't answer his question. Uh, so, yep, you know, zero questions answered. Okay, well, do you have a question that we can answer? Before? What are you talking about? Like, are you, like, he gestures over to the side where there are about 60 or so green glass looking orbs. These are Botanium X. This is what caused all the plant growth out there. Uh Uh-huh. And it's going to keep growing until it's destroyed. Or, well, until the plants are destroyed. Okay. And that sounds bad. So what's keeping y'all from taking it elsewhere? Yeah, there's lots of places that suck. 
I that, like don't have grasses and stuff, and nobody's there. I presume. Well, no, that's what I, uh, that's what I believe should be done. We need to find strategic ways to do it because it also has an effect on uh, non-ghoulified flesh as well. Um, Did you hear me say presume? That was a good one. Um, effect? Yes. uh, It converts living flesh into sapient biomatter. Um, I get this point, Buzz starts, like, examining his body to see if he's been turned into a tree. Roll a medicine check. And how much is Buzz worrying about it? A decent amount. Uh, roll it with three setbacks. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> medicine. That's something I have. No ranks in. No points in. Yeah. But I do have... You would never know it from the way my rolls have gone, but I do have a three intellect. Also, because it is a new day, you have a story point again. What's the difficulty? Uh, one difficulty. This is very much buzz. Overthinking. Three advantages, two failures. Uh, so you don't think you're turning into a tree, but you're probably going to get, like, really big, like the nuclear hero, Nulk. Oh, oh no. Great, now, now Virginia's worried. God damn it. Does Virginia also want to pay I game? guess so. Do, uh, do I look, like, uh, beefier? <laughs> Uh, Virginia, for you, it's just going to be one difficulty and maybe one setback because science is a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Two advantages and three failures. <laughs> She's got no idea what's going on with her body. Yeah. She could be turning green and she'd just be like, I wasn't green already? We just now enter into a feedback loop of Buzz and Possum. <laughs> just panicking quietly, <laughs> having no idea what's wrong with them. No, uh, you're, you're going to be fine for now. You you missed the full wave, I assume. So that's you what assume. happened. You assume? The way, the, you don't know what I missed. Well, okay. Then the good news is if you did get infected within about Eight hours, you'll be subsumed into the plant hive mind. God, what if there was something in the deer mist? Oh, no, you can't do that. No, the brain... They'll be so mad if you mess with my brain. They're going to be super mad if I do something something bad to my brain. Okay, so... What's... what's uh? So... Yeah, this came, is a lot. <laughs> we came here looking for... Blow it up! And no, this can fix the world. Blow it. I I don't believe that it's that simple. No, I, I, I think it is our duty that we should blow this entire place up and burn yep. all the woods. Wait, not all the woods. Things live in the woods, but blow that up. They've all been converted. Like oh. all the woods around here, they've all been converted. Oh. 
then blow it up. Thank you. There's a whole. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get in so much trouble if something goops with my brain. I just want to get this in before it becomes subsumed by the tree hive. (laughs) Um, There's like a whole city, like not that far down the road, at the rate this thing is growing. Yes, it I think like just be chill and let it do its tree thing probably is gonna get people hurt or killed. Yeah, some that all around, blow it up. I mean it would convert all of them and I'm, they would join the hive mind and eh, that sounds look, they've got eggs. They've been very nice to me. But they've been awful to everybody else outside the walls. And so we just uh, subsume them into the hive mind? No yes, one who ever says that is did, on the right side of history. Do we need their permission? Hey, Hina, do we need their permission to blow it up? Can we blow it up without them? I mean, I guess. Because if they keep talking about it, it's not going to get blown up. It really makes me wonder with how long they've been arguing about it, how much they could have already been infected themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of them is a ghoul, and he <laughs> said it only affects living flesh. Virginia says, like, like she like understands, like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yep, sounds that. Yep, blow it up. I think that might be the safest like we don't know what the forest would do of anything if it's been generated like from this way but if we can at least get rid of that we can prevent the hive mind from growing more presumably see i used it now yeah yeah blow it up raise your hand if you agree with blowing it up uh knight howard raises his hand Virginia's hand is as high as her short little body can get it. Maybe there's some kind of way to salvage some of this technology for like a humane use, but like this just can't They should have wrote it down. I'm uncomfortable making absolute statements. Look, did they write did they write the instructions down or something? Usually the scientists do that. He was all on computers. Oh, those things. Yeah. Perfect. Virginia's a scientist. Listen, I want to use this technology in strategic locations. That way we can find a way to help those who can't get what they need to subsist and we can re-green areas. Has anybody been eating this stuff? What stuff? Has this stuff made stuff you can eat? I mean, I don't eat, and we've had rations, and... Then uh, it's not doing any good. Blow it up. Carbon died when he released it. it. They point over to a fourth set of the armor that just has <laughs> the plants growing through it, but also a very big hole in the head. Blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. We were talking too much. Blow it up. You want you want to do more of that? Oh, you can't no. even eat it. It's bad. Look what it 
it. I mean, you can probably find a way to eat it. The, the notes. There's already stuff you can eat. But there's not enough for it. That's Why are we talking? Why are we talking and not blowing it the up? The research that comes from this, we don't know inside of having more limited capabilities of understanding it than whoever left whatever notes. It could lead to creating something worse than this, something that resists and lives better. If we have a, a, it in a state right now where it can be able to be dismantled, we have to take that chance and, and get that done before the possibility of it hurting more people comes up. The, the things you can learn from it can lead you down a path where so many more will have to die before something fruitful comes out of it. The entire time you're try you're having that completely reasonable discussion, Virginia's behind you just waving her nasty piece of work gut around, just like, just impatient. She has no idea why we're still talking about it and not blowing it up. Listen, I, we don't have the formula, but we have notes on here if one of you wants to flip through them. Yeah, take the notes, blow it up. I don't even know if the notes are going to be of help. I mean, like, like I said, it's like part of the notes, you can be able to like make it so that you just have the plant hive mind creating thing and nothing else. All right, Virginia is not usually a creature of action, but she's making her way to the orbs mm -hmm. with her gun. Mm -hmm. Good, good call. I Buzz like is like paralyzed with indecision for a moment, and like is just like this shit killed my deer, and then just like un like unslings his sniper rifle and like follows after Virginia. <laughs> All right, uh, so y'all have picked a fight with uh, Brotherhood Knights, so we are going to need some initiatives here. Wait, all of them? Uh, except for probably Knight Howard. I was about to say. So I am oh, going great. to need... This is probably where, where Virginia dies. It's probably where we all die. Excellent <laughs> game, folks. <laughs> Hey, I said it was the final episode, damn it. You said it was our last normal episode. Yes, in our next episode, we'll just be like... DLC. <laughs> two successes, two advantages. One success. A single advantage. All right, so the way that this is going to work is the party has one person up at the top, then all three of the knights go, and then the last two members of the party go in the initiative. Okay, so are we close enough that I could blow up the orbs? Uh, yes, uh, you can go and make a uh, check. Because that's all Possum's really aiming at, is the mm -hmm. orbs. Yeah. She's kind of, like, oblivious to the fact that they have <laughs> decided, like, oh, wait, no. Don't do that. We will fight you. Alright, so I guess she's just gonna try to blast one of the orbs? 
Uh, yeah, roll a ranged attack with uh, two difficulty. One success, one advantage. Uh, so you fire it, but this is also like a kind of smallish room, and then SC piece of work kind of functions best, so you destroy maybe an eighth of the orbs. An eighth of all the orbs? Yeah. How many are there? Uh, I think I said there's like 60 of them. Oh god, I missed, I remembered a different number. Okay, an eighth of the 16, okay. There may have only been 20, I forget the exact number. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you you destroy a few of the orbs. Nice. But there's still the overall whole of them here. Uh, yeah, so... Knight Howard is like, No, we need to... We need to have this discussed so you everyone can agree what's good and what's bad. And he is going to try and uh, make a check to convince you uh, possible. Uh-huh. So I am going to need you to make a a uh, opposed negotiation check. So that would be present, so that would be one. Mm-hmm. So one green and how many uh, difficult? So uh I I'll roll the actual check since it's technically him okay. ruling it. So because uh, I have a one any... in presence. He get any setback dice for this being an antagonistic situation? Uh, yep. Uh, I assume all three of you are, well, two of you are opposed at this point. Oh, oh, wow, that's wild. Uh, one success, one triumph, one threat. Oh, Oh, God. God. He's like, we need to not start shooting things. This is important science. And I, I, I feel like somewhere that triggers a <laughs> yeah. like, scene of possum accidentally knocking over something. It's like, oh like, shit. Yeah. I made science mom mad. What does the threat do? Uh, you gain one, str- uh, one strain. From there, uh, it is going to be Knight Kane says, We need to hold on to these so we can use them to save the world. And he is going to pull out his own much bigger gun and point it at Virginia, but not fire. And then our last night, Night Brewis also gets his big ass gun ready. And he just doesn't say anything. They are like standing now between you and the orbs. So either party member can go now. Uh, who has not gone yet. I think Buzz immediately gets into a standoff situation by pointing Barbara Brickman's sniper rifle at um, either or both of the knights who have drawn on there. And uh, do you want to intimidate them or? I can't intimidate them. <laughs> no, you can't. You just hold the gun to continue trying to escalate things. <laughs> They're the ones who es- 
They they did escalate it. You're the ones who are escalating things. You're pointing guns at a person. We're trying to kill a dangerous plant. She pulled the guns on the orbs that we're having a discussion for. The and orbs are not in. people. They are orbs. By definition, they lack personhood. <laughs> there is a point there. Now, if you really insist on it, I think you should give Buzz the floor so that he can tell you exactly why you're going to agree. These orbs gotta go. Heine, you're putting a lot on me right now. <laughs> oh, so you're not able to do it? You shut your mouth. <laughs> So I'm. I want to help Buzz with whatever check he's got to make for, uh, whatever he's got to say to try to convince these people that Orb's bad. Meanwhile, like Virginia's just having like a mild like PTSD flashback to being yelled at for like dropping or knocking over vials or something. All right, Buzz. Uh, would you like to roll a negotiation here? Let me pitch you on something, Luke. What if I roll uh, leadership? What if I inspire these knights to become their best selves through just <laughs> rhetoric and compassion? Oh, boy. But what if their best selves is preserving the orbs? Orbs, orbs, orbs. Oh, yeah, let's go with negotiation. All right, so... I'm going to spend a story point. I'm going to activate Brilliant. Once per session, I may spend a story point as an incidental. During the next check made during that turn, I count my ranks and the skill being used as equal to my intellect. Mm -hmm. So I now have a three in negotiation. All right. Uh, so you're going to be making a leadership check against their discipline. So that is going to be a difficulty of one purple, one red, and two black. I have a blue from Hyena. Yes. Let me also ask you about this. When my character makes a social skill check in Polite Company, I may suffer a number of strain to use this talent, to add a number of advantages to the check. Uh, you don't pull guns out in polite company. You don't wear Brotherhood of Steel battle armor in polite company. Look, I, I don't understand their culture. <laughs> <laughs> and at the very same, they don't really know what to expect from us either. They, they already said that he had a point. So they're already in a much more friendlier mindset. That is a point. Uh, <sighs> that could be a second blue die. Just throwing that out. Yeah, there. no, add a, add a second blue die. Don't worry. I'm still. This is the best die pool that I've had for this entire campaign. <laughs> I'm still going to roll badly. I believe in you. Ah, two advantages, one success, one triumph. Oh! Ha -ha. Oh my God! 
wild. So, what are you trying to convince them of? I think that I'm trying to just de-escalate the situation back to a point where we can all talk about what to do here. But I also, and I think this is the triumph, want to like convince them that maybe human lives are worth a scotch more consideration than like the plant brain or what, what have you. Have you been into the wasteland, Buzz? I would love to tell you yes, but honestly, look at me. I'm a spoiled kid. So much so that I have got to run around with my little tape recorder for most of my life watching other people live. But that's also made me very good at observing what is worth saving about a community like Columbus. What is worth saving about Columbus? It's the people. I know that some of them are terrible. I know that on the whole, they have nasty, brutish, short lives that have been wrecked by the existential horror of the world that we live in. But every day, most of them try to be good to one another and do what they can to make each other as comfortable as possible. Are they good to the people outside of the city? Didn't they make walls for over a hundred years to keep them from getting in? Don't get me wrong, that part is bad. I don't support it. I don't think anyone here does. But we're just going to play judge, jury, and executioner based on the actions of everyone that preceded the people living there right now. They don't have a chance to change. It's like, oh, either run for the hills or get murdered by the trees. Who are you to make that decision unilaterally? Whoa, that's a big word. Do you know... Why Columbus didn't get hit with a missile? No. I assume it's because it's not important. Their missile got redirected south to Dayton. I was stationed there at the time with another 2,000 troops at the Wright-Patterson base when both nukes hit us head-on. I was irradiated in an instant because something redirected the missile from your city when they could have been sharing the bounty that they had. They chose to hide it. They were scared. People are going to make their decisions selfishly when they're scared. They're going to want to do what they can to keep themselves alive. There's nothing noble about it. There's nothing good, but there's nothing inherently bad. It it was a terrible time for everybody. And while I only know it secondhand, I was... 
in the same boat as you in a different situation not too long after. I still remember a few things before so much more changed. I've, I can't tell you that the people there lived with that decision well, but I can tell you that when you are stuck inside of that position, you don't know what kind of person you're going to be when you're scared. It doesn't mean that you can be able to hold this against them for so long that you punish people that have already died so long ago. Those walls opened up once before, and they can open up again. If you have the money. We can change things. We don't have... Do you want me to start to go into politics right now? I'm a fucking librarian. I... Like... Nobody gets a chance. And everything will go to shit if you just throw these things in there. You won't even be able to use any of the resources. It's basically... You saying, if I can't have it, what, what was it, 200 years ago? Then, like, nobody can? Well, the answer to your question is, the way that we change things is that we educate people. You know, I don't know a lot about the history, because why would I? Why would any of the people alive right now know about things that happened a couple of centuries ago? <laughs> Our infrastructure right now is not very Re- good. Relevant question, what is a nuke? Uh, well, a nuke is a weapon that when it hits, it vastly irradiates the land, and so anything that lives there dies. If I, not I, I want to make up I want this this question that Virginia just asked really set in when I tell you this is the level of education that the current <laughs> citizens have. Virginia is a scientist. Virginia <laughs> is considered one of the best and brightest. There's a doc right there, doctor, right there on the name tag. And that, that's done like completely that you're... unironically. Right next to her very official name tag is like her the old photo of like the body she's in, which is like doesn't have the giant forehead scar and doesn't look like <laughs> pallid. <laughs> and then you like cut to her just with her giant head scar and like her sunken eyes. She's like, "Yeah, that's me." Look, you're go ahead, <sighs> test test the the amount of knowledge that the the best and brightest have. She's looking at you in horror, like, "Why would you betray me like this?" Look, you're aggrieved. I get that. But tell me your story. I'll help get it out. You know, people deserve a chance to do better than the people who came before them. Like every one of us in this room, even Knight Howard, deserves to not be subsumed by the plant hive. All right, but let me put it like this. If you had one chance to take out the greed and the hate and the selfishness from people, and he turns to look at Virginia, 
If you had a chance to make sure that no one was ever going to be mean to you for reasons that you couldn't understand, and all it took was waiting, would Wait. that be worth it? A lot of people have been really nice to me. What are you talking about? So you've never had people be mean to you in the city? Eh, a few times. Wasn't a big deal. I'm not getting chased by wolverines and coyotes anymore. It's pretty good. What if the wolverines and coyotes would never chase you? Well, they haven't chased me a long time. What As if... a point of order, because they've been subsumed by the plant hive. Yes, and now they all work together. No, it's because I'm bigger than yeah, them no. now. What are you talking about? They look at me and they go, ah! <laughs> uh, he, he I'm just bigger looks... than a coyote. I didn't used to be, but now look at me. She's just like slapping her like her like thick thighs, like, look at this. Sure. While you were a child, that was the case. I was those were my twilight years. Oh my god. Anyway, here's the thing. People in the city have been super nice to me. People in the lab. I've learned we're super shitty to me. But the moment I stepped outside of the lab, a lot of the shittiness stopped. Like, some people were still kind of shitty, but they weren't, like, lying to me. And I murdered a few people, but they deserved it. So we got rid of the bad people. So th now there's more good people and less bad people. So, like, what's it like? Proportionally, since we did that there's more good people down there and less bad people right and if we let these orbs take over everybody then it does get rid of the bad people but also all of the good people uh, I that don't lady gave me seven eggs and i don't care what happens to me i'm gonna turn into a raging plant hulk in like seven <laughs> hours milk but i'll be damned if i let a couple of bullies wearing tin cans decide what everybody down there who doesn't know better is going to have to deal with. Yeah, we we don't need your plans. That goes against everything that the Brotherhood stands for. We need to go get rid of this technology and then go into the city and get rid of all of their technology. Wait a second, are y'all jerks? Yeah, they're jerks. No. Oh, they're jerks. You're doing so well. We were you you started that sentence. I was on board. You finished that sentence. I Oh, okay, so we off. don't need to talk to them anymore cuz they're the, jerks. The worst part is that you think you have some kind of noble cause, but you're nothing but petty grievance merchants. Okay, well, no, we don't, we don't talk to jerks. Your city locked people out for 200 years. I didn't do shit. Of, the city deprived people of resources for 200 years and has made no chance to make amends until they literally were faced with the barrel of a gun. This is the first time I'm hearing about it and I get to have plant brain because of it? Bite me. You won't have a problem after you have a plant brain. That's, I don't want no. a plant brain! You, Dude, do you hear away, yourself? Taking away people's That's something agency. a plant would say. 
I, I, I highly believe you've been compromised. I highly believe that you were a better person before you came across this. And I, I feel like you did not have this ideation and, and so much love for this plant. Okay. Other ghoul, you didn't actually, none of you introduced yourselves except for the Professor Delphi, Dr. Delphi here who has the name tag. Yeah, well, you didn't ask because you're jerks. Turns out I, you're jerks. I gave my name. Okay. Have you ever felt disrespected by the smooth-skinned population as a whole? Other ghoul. That's not what that's about. If we unleash this... They all go back to nature. They're happy. They don't need to worry. Ghouls get to live in the world that we want to make. I haven't seen any happy tree people. There there are people. There are smooth skins worth keeping around. And to get rid of all of them for the mistakes of those on top is I can't allow it. I've I've seen the worst. I've barely had any kind of kindness before I met these two. I was ready to leave them to die what? the second that I, I first met them two days ago. Oh, what? thanks. But I can't imagine Columbus... Without them, I can't imagine the world without who they are. And the fact that there have been others that I've met and there is a way we can be able to change things. But this solution does not take any of it. This this solution keeps things from getting better. It just presents a separate option that is at best less annoying for you personally. That was that was real nice, Hyena. Thank you. Uh Luke, mm-hmm. is there anything that I can do to figure out where the uh fusion core on this dude's armor is. You're a newsboy. No, there's no way. <laughs> so I'm so tempted to just have Possum be like, "This is going nowhere," and just fire off another shot at the orb. Uh, that's that's where I'm headed, but I want to, uh, you know, try to make it effective. <laughs> I'm gonna activate vats. Okay, Possum is going to lean into hyena. Remember how we killed the one jerk? <sighs> are these are these the same kind of jerk? All right. No, you know, you know, we we can't make this choice ourselves. Kane, I I'm disgusted by your choice, Howard. I have issues with 
your whole general, we need to prevent anyone from having technology, we'll go back to the initial plan and we'll just let you destroy the Batanium X or whatever you want to do with it. And Knight Brewis walks out. I am. I th I'm, I'm still good with destroying it. I don't know about you two. It's oh, no. I, I'm good if you still destroy it. No one asked you, Howard. We get to blow it up? We still have other people to convince, but you don't have me to convince. I know this thing poses more danger than any kind of positive that we can get out of it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm heading out of here. If you're going to blow it up, I'm happy enough for now. Heck yeah. Alright, she's just gonna shoot, shoot, shoot it. She's just gonna shoot it. Uh, not, not so fast. Uh, Night Kane is still down here. She doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. There, then we are resuming. Okay, well, I have not gone Wish yet, so I do... Mm -hmm. Do we want to re-roll initiative, or can uh, I just... I mean, you started talking and made the push to help Buzz with your action, and then we kind of stepped back, so I think we'll just start from the top, which starts with a party slot, and then the one night, and then the other two party members. So who would like to go first? I mean, Possum, the first thing she's going to do is, oh, she basically... Oh, everyone but one agrees, so she's just immediately going to shoot it. Oh, one success, one triumph, one threat. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're able to just launch a shot that blows up the rest of them. Heck yeah. Uh, and this is a bit of a good news, bad news situation. Oh no. I mean, the good news is you destroyed all the containers of the goo. The bad news is, like, y'all were kind of pushing to shoot these things very quickly. And weren't just like, you know, we should maybe light a fire or something with these. Uh, instead, you've released a massive amount of this chemical into this building. Even though it was an energy weapon? Hmm... Hmm, that is a good point. Hmm. It's, and it is my big ridiculous energy weapon. Yes, but it also has just normal pistols attached to it. Okay, that's fair. So I am going to say your threat is uh, if you don't get the fuck out of here, it's going to get you. Okay, then. Uh, it is then... Night Kane's turn. And Night Kane is just going to walk in front of the door and say, Well, you made your bed. Now lie in it. Um, can, can I, He's I, blocking I, the door. Mm -hmm. You need to escape to avoid the chemical. Can uh, I, I Can't we blow the door up? take the next action? Yeah. Alright, um, so I'm going to aim, which is going to give me a blue die. 
I'm going to burn to strain to take an extra maneuver. I'm going to aim again. And uh, I'm going to shoot him. What is the uh, the difficulty on that? Uh, what are you shooting him with? A Barbara Brickman's sniper rifle. Wait, he hasn't locked us in yet? Uh, he is standing in front of the doorway in power armor. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, that is going to be... Uh, two purple, two red. Ooh. All right. Well, this is a mixed bag, and I'm just going to screenshot this mm-hmm. and just throw it in the Discord because it seems very <laughs> implausible. Oh. oh, no. Oh, dear. That's... It is very bad for Buzz, but maybe also very bad for him. What's the score, kid? What is it? What did Buzz Brickman do? What's with it? It is uh, three successes, one triumph, four <laughs> threats. Oh my god, I what, love it. Three successes, one triumph, one failure, four... Th- oh no, no, it's so all that. Three successes, one triumph, four threats. Oh my god. I'm, uh, that's going to be 13 damage before soak. It ignores two points of his soak because the gun has pierced two. Um, I'd like to trigger a critical hit with mm-hmm. the triumph. Mm-hmm. Um, geez, I forget how critical hits work in this game. Do I roll a D100? Yeah. 74. Uh, I need to pull up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you... Oh. Uh, they lose their free maneuver... Uh, until their critical injury has been healed. Cool. That, plus hopefully all of that damage, will make it easier for us to get out, like, past him. How much uh, damage was that again? It was 13 before Before soak. soak. And his soak is reduced by 2. So, good news is... um... Yeah, he would Buzz be willing to kill him? No. W- where was Buzz aiming on him? I um center mass. So you essentially give him a fatal shot. Like if he takes any more damage, he is dead. Dead. The threats come from the fact that. His servo motors have been stalled. So his suit is stuck in the doorway. So someone will still need to push him down or move him out of the way for you to get out. I've got two brawn. Would this be brawn to push the dude? Yeah, brawn would be a... uh... Or, uh, yeah, uh, athletics, athletics, athletics. So that would be, yeah, athletics, mm-hmm. brawn, and I got to rank in athletics. So, oh no, one advantage, two failures. 
Uh, you try and move him, and I think, Possum, you're able to squeeze through if you would choose to. And you'd be leaving your other two. Behind. Oh, she's not going to do that. She's she she's come to associate uh, a buzz as being a baby, so she can't do that. Uh, so you're you work and you notice that you could go through, but uh, you choose not to. And we are back up to the. Can top she indicate the... that someone else can go through? I think so. Okay then. So we are back up at the top of the initiative order. So any hero may go. I want to give a shot at moving the damn thing. All right, roll me an athletics check to try and move the damn thing. I have ranks in that now. I know. All right, let's see. And same difficulty. Mm-hmm. Four successes, two threats. Oh. Yeah, so I think you take a bit of strain. You take one point of strain moving him, but you're able to push the armor down. And uh, it is successfully tipped over. It's like, I see what you do. Cool. And that's all he can do on his turn because he's pretty much stuck inside his suit. Unable to move. Uh, and then Buzz or uh, Possum can go. Well, uh, Poss- uh, uh, Possum's going to indicate, like, like alright, Buzz, get out of here, go. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Get out of here. Like, he, like, for a moment begins to protest, and then it's like, um, okay. And then she's going to, like, alright, how do we get the loser out of the suit? I don't, I'm still conflicted if we should or not. This person just told us he wanted to commit genocide. I don't want to think that Oh, yeah, and he did tell us to stay, oh, and then he did tell us, like, we were stuck in the room. He was gonna trap us. Okay, I guess uh, we can leave him. He said this stuff doesn't hurt him, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, oh, a tree trunk cool. overgrowing would probably. Now we're good. Well, he's a technology That's... genius. He can fix his motors in time. Yeah, we're golden. He's fine. He's not dead. He's gonna die. Oh. Or live <sighs> and come back and get revenge. Well, hmm. he was gonna let us die, wasn't he? All right, leave him, I guess. If he was... Come on. She's just shoving Buzz. We can't just leave him to die. We can. He was going to leave us to die. Then we're just proving him right about everything he said. Well, I don't care. He's a jerk. All right, let's... The growth in the room is starting to expand, so... I'll give it an honest shot. If I can't do it, then I'm sorry. We'll have we're still trying to save ourselves here. A lesson I've been trying to teach you like this entire time. <laughs> All right. Hyena, make me a mechanics check with three difficulty. Lovely. I love that I don't have anything in it. How many difficulty was it again? Three. Three difficulty. Excellent. I love it. 
my favorite part about it is that I got two successes. <laughs> uh, so you're able to find like the main opening and you just crack open a ghoul one. All right. Um, I'm going to try to punch him to knock him out and then carry him out. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> oh, I can't weaponize this. I'll stay behind. I don't trust you. I have a hard time trusting you. I'm showing you kindness right now, the kindness of Columbus that <laughs> I'm that that I've tried to sell you on. And I still have this aching feeling that you're going to come in the night and try to kill me. He pulls you down for a second and stares you dead in the eyes and says, The Brotherhood is coming. And then lets you go. Okay, that's weird. Let's go. So I think you all are like able to get out uh, before the woods like starts this second wave and uh, you don't see the other two knights when you leave. They have headed back to their base wherever that is. And after like hiking through the woods, you make it back to your cart before the road is destroyed. And you head back to the mayor's office. Yeah, I guess that's probably the... I mean, we don't really have anything else. I wanted to check to see if there was library books up there, but to be honest, I don't want to be poking around up there knowing... I not knowing where the Brotherhood of Steel and then like just walk inside the library and guess where where they thought would be a good base of operations. I don't. This was a warning and we got to get it out as soon as possible. Wait, wait, was that what, wait. Is that what we came up here to do? I'm confused. Help. Well, we solved the mystery of what was happening. It was a combination of a uh, rapid growth of the of the wildlife, but also the Brotherhood of Steel. I th- think they're in the city. I think they're the ones that cut communication. And, and now it's cool to blow everything up, right? Um, I, I would rather us leave. I no, I mean like we're like look. I forgot. I forgot why we came up here. But like, they're gonna, someone's gonna blow this whole place up, right? Oh my god! What if that that might be considered an act of war? But we don't know how many of them there are, so that could just take out the entire problem altogether. So, when it, God, when it, I don't know. Want to go ask Doofus? Uh, which one's Doofus? The one we left on the floor. Oh, I I don't want to talk to him again. Uh. All right, so Virginia's going to waddle over to his direction again. And just ask him, hey. What? 
Are there more of you in, in, in this area? Yes. Would blowing up this whole area be considered an act of war? No. You promise? Our war is not going to come because of this. So this won't make it worse? No. Okay, bye. Uh, Possum's only gonna, like, come back. Like, he said it's cool. Did you, did you just ask permission to... No, I just asked if it was gonna be a act of war. And he said no. Oh, I... Maybe their superiors don't know that they're out there. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I guess that any. means we have no qualms with blo having everything here blown up. I mean, if it keeps them from trying to take all the technology in Columbus, I Wait, I that guess... means I probably didn't have to blow up that stuff, huh? We were going to blow it up anyway. They they might have, have decided to take it and, like, left with it before the hand. So you still, you still did a good thing, Virginia. Good. All right. Buzz, it's... did you get all of that on recording? Yeah, I didn't shut it off. Excellent. <laughs> Proud of you, buddy. Uh, thank you. All right. All right, let's get the book out. <laughs> <laughs> we just, like, scurry. And so the trio who were assigned to save the city of Columbus the mysterious threat prevented its destruction and the city was forever changed. The trio reported about the dangers of Botanium X to Mayor Nina Cooper, who was planned, released a massive salvo of fire-based explosives into the woods that grew from Marysville on Columbus Day. Unfortunately, there were few plans to actually contain the fire after the initial blast. And as a result, numerous towns and villages were destroyed in what came to be known as the Columbus Conflagration. The fires continued until the center was able to develop the fire suppressants required to put it out. When the fires died, very little was left standing to the west of the city, and the growth that did not move toward Columbus continued. Buzz Brickman, with the support of the mayor, Nina Cooper, found himself in charge of an old radio station out near German Village, where he was able to begin broadcasting. After 48 hours of trying to single-handedly produce radio content by himself, using the reports and audio from his mission, he realized the impossible task before himself. He realized he needed assistance and formed the primary station of Columbus, forming a news crew to capture stories of life across Columbus and inadvertently revealing several dark secrets of the organization running the city, initially targeting the Ohio Defense Corps with limited success. He still lives with his mother. Virginia Possum II Delphi returned successfully from her mission to the The University Scientists, showing a capability for the growth, which in turn increased the support for the animal brain experiments. Luckily, she was accompanied by Hyena on her return, and the scientists came to the decision to free Virginia to pursue her own dreams, after minimal casualties. When the scientists continued their experiments, they soon met their own end at the hands of Theo Zorro's body, now with a wolverine brain controlling it. 
Virginia, meanwhile, started working at the sloppy meat stand in the North Market. Hyena returned to the library headquarters, where Stein offered her the chance to start her own branch of the library. She turned down the offer, favoring the freedom offered by her current vocation. Through her hard-fought efforts, she worked to help bring more ghouls into the city and pushed for integration into the Columbus Society, eventually earning them the right to vote within the city in the November election, and now serves as a guide for ghouls and humans alike. Nothing changed at the D University as Dean Brutus Buck continued his reign, enforcing brutal fights for tenure, enforcing a strict educational hierarchy. With the murder of Union Jackson, Prentice Meeks found some degree of justice for the loss of a brother. Though the Ohio Defense Corps still remained intact, she sought another force to oppose the multi-level defense force and found a welcoming hand among the ashes of her hometown, extended by the Brotherhood of Steel. The Enclave, blamed for the murder of Union Jackson, soon fell into war of attrition with the Ohio Defense Corps. Eventually, a forced treaty was signed and the Ohio Defense Corps was folded into the Enclave, and their former defense scheme tactics were stymied. The devastation of the Ohio Defense Corps and the Enclave that had already taken place, ghouls had been allowed to join the new Enclave to defend the city. The Tom Burgers corporate plan to slaughter live animals in the restaurant led to the city shutting them down due to health concerns. And Ivory Keep won the Burger Wars. The Red Arrow's response to the trio's attack rapidly escalated to a war with the Library Federation. As a result, Mayor Nina Cooper ordered that any members of the Red Arrows who were arrested would be forced to surrender all property to the Library Federation, allowing more ghouls to take up residence in the city. The final standoff between the Enclave and the Red Arrows took place at the Columbus Zoo leading to more casualties as the Red Arrows released the sick genetic experiments against the Enclave. The city of Dublin never found out what mysterious condition had turned them green, though the condition was nicknamed Dublin Pride. The secret order of eagles never found the chosen president because the base was caught in a blazing salvo. After the destruction from the fire was stymied, Barbara Brickman successfully convinced the center to shift reducing luxury appliances to instead focus on modular housing for those displaced by the Columbus Day conflagration. Supported by Nina Cooper, the mayor, the change was a success and the center's manufacturing wing doubled. During this time, many long-term residents of the city grew disgruntled about their lack of annually replaced appliances and the new neighborhoods built outside of the former city borders. When the November elections came, Nina Cooper was voted out of office and was replaced with Dr. Knife, who promised a restoration of order under the force of his power armor. The Brotherhood of Steel came to rescue who they could from the fire and the growth of the Botanium X, and as they watched the chaos that gripped the city, saw the chance to claim it all. And so the trio's road came to an end, for now. In the new world of Columbus, fighting continued. Blood was spilled, and many lived and died, just as they had in the old world. Because war, war never changes. 
Hello, my name is Janine. I can be found on Twitter at Janine Juliet. I um, go by pronouns she, they. And I'm also the host of My Favorite Pokemon, the Pokemon podcast where we sit down with the cool trainer to talk about their favorite Pokemon. And um, I have been playing Hyena, the ghoul librarian of the Library Foundation. You can also be found on the Pokemon arc of this podcast as well. Oh, that's right. Well, it's not currently going on, so I didn't count it. Fair. All right. Um, I'm Amanda Lafrenay, uh, she, her. I uh, have been playing Virginia Possum 2 Delphi. Uh, I am a comic artist and writer. You can find a lot of my crap at amandalafrenay.com. That is L-A-F-R-E-N-A-I-S. That's how you spell it. That's not how you say it. Um, I tweet a lot of dumb shit, and I draw a lot of less dumb shit. I'm Jeff, and I've been playing Buzz Brickman. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the other Jeff, where I tweet the dumbest stuff of everybody here. <laughs> and do oh, have nothing... you seen my pin tweet? <laughs> <laughs> I do nothing else of note, although watch out for the upcoming 52-part podcast where Luke and I deconstruct every scene and every song in Diana, the musical. Um, also, I neglected to add it in earlier. Um, I use he, him pronouns. And I have been Luke, your game master, he, him, sometimes they, them. You can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or my various podcasts at LukeHair, L-E-U-K-E-H-E-R-R dot com. I also want to give a shout out again to Jay Ackley, who made our wonderful theme song that has gotten stuck in all of our heads and is a certified banger. Uh, you can find more of his music at jayackley.com. That's J-A-Y-A-C-K-L-E-Y.com. And thank you again to Mark Benke, who was on Twitter at Digital Dissect one for doing the uh, opening monologue back in the first episode and the closing monologue that you have heard here. And uh, thank you for the various people who worked on the Fallout uh, mods for the Genesis Fantasy Flight Games system. Established pod, yeah, established property playhouse is going to do a Q&A episode next for the series. So if you want to know about like what didn't make it into the game because I built so many more spots than we actually checked out uh or if you want to know some more lore or what have you, uh, send in questions to our Twitter, which is Estpro Playhouse, E-S-T-P-R-O-P-L-A-Y-H-O-U-S-E. On Twitter, uh, make sure to check out our website at establishedpropertyplayhouse.com and uh, keep an eye out for that Q&A episode and keep an eye out for whatever wild stuff is going to come next uh that i think uh solves everything thank you again for listening to this thank you for your feedback thank you again for 
naming Fallout weapons after uh, stuff in the game. That has all been delightful. I think that's everything that I've got. Anything? Anybody else want to say anything before this is done? Bye, nerds. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because location is an illusion on the internet. I love you. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day if you're listening to this when it's coming out to the public. That would have been a way better thing to say. Oh yeah, we should have totally went in how like we like totally disavow Columbus Day as a a, a holiday inside of our in real life universe, but like Uh, recognize its significance inside of the Fallout universe and inside of a place called Columbus and like it was like thematically pretty good. But like in real life that like the, the 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 colonizer Christopher Columbus is actually like a huge piece of shit and we don't like personally like the ideation of him but oh, like Christopher Columbus he sucks grew up, like, I had an out and... because I played an idiot <laughs> so so yeah happy indigenous people's day happy indigenous people's day happy indigenous people's day and uh Columbus used to have a model of the Santa Maria ship that uh Christopher Columbus sailed on here over he sailed and on a model ship? No, they they <laughs> oh. made a scale uh, replica of the ship or a full-on replica. And apparently they were just really bad at upkeep. And so I just heard a story about how someone had rented it. And they really liked the authenticity of going onto the ship for a party the night after a bunch of frat guys had gone and had a wild party and just drank and spilled beer everywhere. Christopher Columbus died in 1506. Not soon enough. And you know how he died? How's that, Luke? Oh, I'm assuming syphilis, probably? It can't be good. No. Uh, Reactive arthritis, uh, which is caused by uh, sexually transmitted diseases. Get yourselves checked out. (laughs) Get tested. <laughs> Don't die like Christopher Columbus, a terrible person. One of Unless you're a stupid bastard, villains. in which case, feel free. <laughs> yeah, I hope it hurt a lot. <laughs> and remember, friendship is the true thing that unites the stirring hardships. And that's how you end a podcast. Yay! I'm thinking about the city, that city that's my home, that city of Columbus, that city where I was grown. Oh, I'm thinking about the south side, and the east side, and the west, or the sides that I don't live in. The side I never left Together as one Together as one oh, I'm thinking about Columbus Now together all as one Oh, I'm paying for the building Gonna build this city high so high you'll fall.
to see the people who are broken and alone together as one together as one on oh, thinking about Columbus now together all as one now there ain't The people get this angry No, there ain't much that you can do Now I'm praying for Columbus And the life that I have known Cause there ain't no judge who'll save me From the people